You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens... Talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey. Yeah, who's your daddy? Who's your baby? Who's your buddy? Who's your friend? And who's we lost a great one in Toby Keats this week. 62, way too young. That's a good tune right there, Jerry. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And who's your baby, or whatever it goes. So you said Jalen Brunson uh, twisted his ankle yesterday? He did, against the Grizzlies. Is he out forever? Like, what's no, the story? I don't, well, we don't know. Um, he did tell DiVincenzo that he's good. Um, so hopefully that means for a Knicks fan and for the Knicks that he's okay. He doesn't miss too much time. But, you know, there's only so much this team can take. I mean, you lost Julius Randle for, I'm not sure how much more time. You've got uh, OG Ananobi hasn't come back yet. And now if they lose Brunson for any significant amount of time, in the long run, I don't think it's a big deal because this seems good enough to make a run in the postseason no matter where they are. But you don't want to lose too much ground. Right now, they are, I believe, tied for third and fourth in the East, only a half game at a second. And so the point there is the higher you finish, the more home rounds you get. So you don't want to fall to a spot where all of a sudden, you know, now you're on the road. They're good enough. I don't think it matters that much, but you would prefer to play at home than on the road more so. Is he wearing high tops or is he wearing those low cut sneakers? I don't know what Probably is what contributed to his They're really, a lot of these injuries. guys wear three-quarter sneakers. Yeah. They're not the high tops. They're not like just walking sneakers. It's kind of right in the middle. When those sneakers first came out, what did they call them? Cross trainings. Cross, cross training sneakers? Yeah. Mm. You'd go to the store. You got any cross training sneakers? We're going to be doing a lot of cross training. No, you're not. You, you know what cross training couch. is? Do I know what it is? Yeah. If I asked you right now, you were going to start a cross training program. I would say that would mean like I pick a couple different disciplines and do them on different days. Probably right. <laughs> well, I don't know. I have like no idea. One day I do like um, a kickbox. I don't know. It just seems like I was just saying more like, like weightlifting. Some days you run. Yeah. Some days you do something else. Bike. When you were when you were in high school, was it high tops the the cool sneakers? I didn't play basketball in high school. No, I mean just to like um, be a cool guy in high school. In high school, I don't know about a cool guy. I think, yeah, I mean, I would say high guys tops. were still wearing high tops. Yeah. The Jordans were still huge. Oh, man. Like they are now. Yep. Um, but also wearing the three-quarter sneakers, I believe, was very popular back then. I had those Reebok pumps that Boomer did. Yeah, sure. Before. Oh, I did too. They were, were cool. very comfortable. They were very comfortable. But they also, <laughs> for me, they got destroyed. Like they broke down. Well, uh, th- through use? Yes. Like they were great when I first got them, but they kind of came apart. Yeah, that's funny. That's when you know, like, when you're a kid, you're 
exercising a lot. And as an adult, you're not when like, I have a pair of sneakers that I've had for like seven years <laughs> now, or I used to be like every six months, I'd be like, I need to get new sneakers. These have been running around on the, on the uh, asphalt out yes. there. See, I won't do that because of my back. Run around and like the a meanie. Yes. Like yeah. the, there are too many of our, or acquaintances and friends and people we know have done way too much running on the pavement and have ended up with knee yeah. and hip replacements. Right. And I am not going there. You no think, thanks. You think you're doing the right thing. You're like, I'm going to go out running. I'm going to run the streets. I'm going to run around tracks. And then you, all of a sudden you get a hip replacement. Mm-hmm. No good. I will pass. And yet the New York City Marathon is run on the streets. Right on the streets, Jerry. It still seems like a mess, but whatever. Yeah. You know what's a mess with the New York City Marathon? The bathroom. Yes. Situation. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Because like a disaster. Runners, there's a lot of people that when they start running, they have to go to the bathroom, like a number two. I know. And like some it, of them have, it happens as they're running. Yeah. Because it gets things moving, oh, Jerry. It's gross. All moving right, and shaking. Right, let's not talk about the marathon. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. Oh. oh, Kyrie Irving returned to Brooklyn last he night. He did. Yes, he did. Played quite well. Now, I read, Jerry, a mixed reaction. Were you able to hear any sound yet of uh, his No, everything introduced? I read was that in the beginning, every time he touched the ball, he got booed. Okay. And that usually peters out as the game goes on. And I think that's what happened. Um, him and Luka Doncic basically had big games and they beat the Nets. That's the way it goes. And there is a guy who sits like courtside at these Nets games. And mm-hmm. I guess he's got a, a Twitter handle where he does things. And, and he asked Kyrie Irving why he didn't play like this when he was with the Nets. We will also have that sound coming up at 630. All right. And, yeah, and he he referenced he, Mayor Adams. The, yes, like blaming Mayor Adams. You know, when you go back to when he first got there, he did. You know, he played great when he first got there, and then the pandemic happened, and he was out. You know, that's the you know I know we mock it and all, and fair enough. And you, there's the <clears throat> the facts are what they are. I mean, he only played so many games in the the forget Harden, but him and Durant only played so many games, and the whole plan why that thing. One of the reasons why the whole thing failed was the pandemic and the fact that he wasn't getting vaccinated and played in a city where you had to be vaccinated. And he's one of those guys, like when Aaron Rodgers sits there and calls us all puppets for getting the vaccine, even though a lot of us probably didn't want to. Well, Aaron Rodgers can do that because if he never plays again, he never has to worry about a dollar again. Same thing with Kyrie Irving. He had made so much money. It was okay for him to stand on his principles because financially... He didn't need it. And basketball wasn't as important to him as his principles were. Great. Good for you. But had he actually, if the pandemic didn't happen and we didn't need the vaccine, I think it would have been successful. I do. Things could have been different here. I, for I do believe that. Yes. The Nets fans like I do you think and Mr. Evan Roberts. I do think it would have imploded at some point because yeah. clearly his past is what it is. And there's a track record. But I do think he would have played a lot more with Kevin Durant and it would have worked a lot better than it did. Man, we're going to look back at that pandemic stuff. I mean, we were changed lives. Weird, changed lives and worlds. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's no doubt. You remember, like, we didn't leave our houses, or I do remember that, and I remember being one of the rare people that loved it. (laughs) (laughs) This is terrific. This pandemic situation. I, you know, what I liked about it was the extra time that I spent with my kids. It was great. I mean, played so much basketball outside and did things that you otherwise wouldn't do. Done with work from home at eleven a.m. All right, now what do I do? It was, it was, it was, there were parts of it that I did not mind. It was not great, clearly. Right. But we tried to make the best of it. That's what you got to do, Jerry. You got to look for the silver lining in these things. I That's feel what like I, like I did. Yes. What do you make of this, Jerry, here locally in Las Vegas? Uh, there's a mayor here. Her name is Carolyn Goodman. Yeah, this is a weird one. Now, I, I thought the A's to Vegas was a done deal. 
Apparently, it's not 100%. But she said that the A's stadium proposal for Vegas, quote, does not make sense. And she wants the A's to figure out a way to stay in Oakland. Oakland doesn't want them anymore. (laughs) This is what she said, though. They got to figure out a way to stay in Oakland to make their dream come true. Yeah, I don't know what she's talking about. Well, I did look to see. I'm like, what is the A's dream? I guess they wanted in Oakland a stadium on the on the bay, like on the water. That was their dream, Jerry. All right. Live your dreams. So what? So now the A's are not coming? I'm confused. No, I think they'll still end up here. You think they'll come to Vegas? Yeah, I do. I mean, she said, and she said this on a podcast. She was on a podcast. She was on a podcast. Yes. The Vegas mayor podcast. Yep. Yep. It is weird though, when you have all these approvals and you're, you know, head down full, full, uh, full steam going, yeah, I'm going Vegas. It's going to be Vegas. It's going to be awesome. And then the mayor comes out and was like, yeah, we don't want you. Yeah. Or I I shouldn't say that. I don't want you. It's weird. And and she made it seem like, uh, she made it seem like there are so many Oakland A's fans in Oakland. She's like, well, the, all 4,000 that yeah. go to the games. <laughs> She's like, you know, the fans really but want you to stay. In please. fairness, if you go back to the Conseco Maguire days when they were winners, even the Jason Giambi days, like they were a good team for a long time and they packed that place. The last, I would say the last 10 years or so, ownership stopped putting any money into the team to where their payroll, I mean, we talk about what the Mets and the Yankees spend, the A's and the Rays at the bottom of the barrel. And it was almost like they were trying to lose on purpose. What are you going for? Like, there's no product. There's no stars. There's no nothing. So they tarp the upper deck and then whatever. They they legit had games last year where they had 3,000 people in the Coliseum. Hmm. You know what's good, though? Uh, Easy parking, probably. (laughs) Yes. Getting in and out of the stadium. I will tell you, when we went to the Rays game, there were no more than seven or 8,000 people. Pick a spot, any spot. (laughs) Game's over. All the old people left in the sixth inning anyway. Yeah. You get in your car, you go home. Yeah, it's nice. Very easy. That is true. You know what I always liked about the A's? Their color scheme. Like, Ugh. no, but I'm saying like so many so many sports teams have like the same color schemes, right? Mm. The A's that had the, well, they have the, the Packers Green colors. and yellow. Yeah. yeah. That's something a little different. Yeah, ugly. Felt a little different. Yeah, a little different. Ugly. Did we call those guys the Bash Brothers when it yeah. was McGuire, McGuire and, uh, and Kinsengo? Yep. Absolutely. That was back when you would take your two big hitters, Jerry, and bat them third and fourth. Thought that's what the Yankees were going to be with Judge and uh, what's his name? Stanton. Stanton. And it never the really came to fruition. Well, I thought that's what it was going to be. We got to take a break. 553. Yeah, we got nothing out of those guys. And when we come back, Boomer and Geo standing by. We'll finish it up. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry. 
The superheroes of WFAN. Right, we got a couple minutes. The guys are standing by. If you're just waking up, Rutgers beat Maryland. The Knicks did beat the Grizzlies, though Jalen Brunson uh, injured his ankle. The Nets lost to the Mavericks, and the Devils beat the Avalanche. What else? Can I give you a quick buzz, no buzz, Jerry? Oh, buzz, no buzz. Love buzz, no buzz, quick yes. buzz, no buzz. The Super Bowl. <laughs> we'll do that on uh, Friday morning. A uh, buzz, no buzz, Jerry. Yeah. The Mets and J.D. Martinez as a possibility. Well, it's buzz, funny. no buzz. I don't know that there's buzz, but I will tell you that he was one of the people that I said early on I was hoping the Mets would sign. I cannot believe he still is out there. And this is the other thing. They're talking to him. Either sign him or don't sign him. What are we doing? It's Spring training starts in three weeks. But if they do sign him, would that be buzzworthy? I don't know about buzzworthy, but I think it'd be a solid move to put the bat in the middle of the lineup. Now, I was looking. He had 33 home runs last year. That yeah. seems like a... That's a good number. Yeah. yeah, so why is there not more buzz? I think because people think he's on the decline a little bit. Oh, is that right? But I think it would be a good move. And like I said, he was someone that I did want them to get early yeah. on. I thought the bigger... I thought the funnier thing was the Buck Showalter stuff. What did he do? Just the fact that he... Came out and, you know, was talking about analytics and all this crap about load management and how it it bugged him that basically that comes from the top and they battled. I read that article and his quotes is basically saying he got fired because he wasn't going to listen to the analytic people. Now, he must have been on some little tour because I knew he was on with BT and Sal. Yep. He, this was, these comments were on the uh, John Heyman podcast. The John Heyman podcast. Yes. yes Sal Territory. That. Oh, is that right? Hey, man. Yeah. So like, well, I wonder what he was doing as like a radio tour. Was I'm not he, sure. Maybe maybe he's got a book. I don't know. Maybe he's going around just to say, listen, these analytics ruined my Mets tenure. Well, I like what he said though. He's like, you know, sometimes you actually have to have a feel for the stupid game. Yeah. And and make decisions on what you're seeing and how guys are performing. It's not just these numbers they give you. He's right. Hmm. So he's not a puppet. Don't call him a puppet. No, he's not a puppet. He's not master of puppets. Exactly. And then, this is a little immature, Jerry. I don't know if you have these clips for later on, but uh, the Raptors have a player named Grady Dick. Yeah, the audio's stupid. It's not even funny. Well, I guess the, the Pelicans analyst was, was found that hilarious that the guy's last name not is Not really, Dick. though. Well, he was giggling a little bit from what I heard. Yeah. And then he didn't want... WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.